Welcome to Fans of the Forge. Tonight's episode is Season 5, Episode 3, The Seek a Sword. I'm Chris. On my right, we have Teresa. Hello. And on my left, we have Sean. That's right. And they're going to get right into it. First things first, though, I'm going to say we did finally start tallying the points of our picks. And at the end of the episode, we'll have an updated score to see who's in the lead. Uh, For this particular episode, we had Gage, who was 19, and he was narcoleptic. He had seven years full-time experience, and that was mine and Sean's underdog pick. So, he's a he's a sleeper. He's a <laughs> sleeper, he's pick. A sleeper pick. Sleeper unit. <laughs> sleeper cell. Sleeper cell. That's what. I mean. <laughs> yeah. uh, next, we had Frank, who had four years of part-time experience. By trade, he was a plumber at a zoo, and he went out of his way to talk about being a plumber in the elephant pens and things like that. So which good luck being a plumber in an elephant pen. Like I'm curious to know what plumbing for not an like elephant. The, the elephant doesn't have a toilet. It's like they have a hose to hose things down, well, yeah, right? Yeah, there's a drain where all that water has to go. Yeah, but I so, have to assume that's like a sewage like pipe. Versus you should also a, assume that it's going to get clogged with a lot of it's, stuff. It's a big <laughs> elephant. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. of crap. It's a lot of stuff going in there. Anyway, that was Teresa's underdog pick. Then we had Corey, who had one and a half years of part-time experience. He was not sure of his age. And he was a Connecticut uh, baby, so that was <laughs> that was one thing that we all kind of have in common with him, I guess, is he was born in Connecticut. Yeah. He didn't live there anymore. He lived on a boat, and he showed up with a big bandage on his hand because he had cut his hand on a barnacle previous to coming to the show. So good on you. Tony had 30 years of part-time experience. We all picked him. He was an ex-Marine, then he was a farrier. Then he was a cop, and he was going to be retiring from a, being a cop, and he was going to be a bladesmith full-time. And when asked what he would do with the $10,000 if he won, he said his wife would let him know. So we'll big see how surprise. Big surprise. Right, guys. <laughs> hey, wife here. Who wouldn't control the $10,000? Not my wife. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get right into round one. There was a big unveiling of what they were going to be using for their metal. They had 50 caliber flintlock single shot black powder trapper pistols. Say that one Got three, it. three times fast. Um, try to get through it twice. 50 caliber flintlock single shot black powder trapper pistols. I did Good it. Job. Anyway, they had chromium alloy barrels that are known for having oxides on them, and that can cause some uh, major issues when you're trying to weld if you don't clean those oxides off the outside properly. They also had rifling on the inside because it, it is a gun. It has a barrel, that, the rifling, that is there to help the bullet shoot straight. It can cause cold shuts when you're going to do your forge welding, or it could cause improper welding when you, when you go to weld it and then have possible delamination. So for this round, there was really, I mean, everybody had their issues, Gage was kind of out of his element completely. He just he couldn't handle getting the the barrel flattened out the way he wanted to. He ended up getting a second piece of metal to weld to the barrel so that he could use that as his tang. He had to take a break for a little while and just because he got overheated and plus I'm sure it didn't help with whatever medical condition he has that goes along with the narcolepsy. He just was 
He had to take a break. He had to well, stop. he said his medication elevates his heart rate anyway. That's right. So, so he had to take a break, and uh, he ended up being far behind when he finally came back. the The biggest issue ended up coming down to the hardness of the material itself. Tony quenched his three times, and Corey actually quenched his twice, and neither time or any of the times really were they happy with the hardness once it came out of the quench. They, you know, the file would just kind of dig right in no matter what. And David Baker actually made a point to say just because the file was harder than the blade, it doesn't mean that the blade wasn't hard enough to hold an edge. But typically you're, you're going to see in any of these competitions, you're looking for that file to just skim across, skim across the blade without taking any material off. That's how you know you have a hard blade that's going to keep an edge well. So you're kind of on the fence there. If your file is taking material away, then it, it just might not end up being able to hold the edge that you need it to. Right. Yes. Good job. Then it's going to be edited like crazy. <laughs> and so we came down to the judging. The main issues here, Frank, he had a little bit of warp to his blade when he presented it to the judges. Gage was a mess. Everything about his, it was just, there was cracks, there was warps, there was cold shots, just not looking good. Yeah, and he, he quenched really late. He had three minutes left and he was heating his blade up in order to quench it. <sighs> yeah. So. Yeah, not, not good. He was struggling. Uh, Corey did have some delamination that was pretty visible. And then Tony didn't really have any issues. They, they commended him on having done it like textbook job of making a knife from a gun. Like he did a perfect job. He did everything he needed to do. Even with the hardness issues, he still managed to put a, a good blade on the, the table for them. And due to the mess of a blade that he had, Gage got booted, and he was out at the end of round one. There goes the underdog picks. Yeah, that was our underdogs. Mine's still in. Yeah, okay. All right. So, round two. Um, not a lot happened there in round two. They just had to put handles on their blades. Uh, there were some interesting things that happened where Tony came up with this story, being a Marine, that they would get bored and they would just decide to fight each other <laughs> and get in a brawl. And it was great. And they would go to, what was it? What, what club the was e it? Club? The, the e, e Club? The E Club? I don't know. I don't know that if that's is. a Marine thing or something that was local there. Yeah, we rebound that a couple times and still didn't really get anything out of it besides uh, E Club. Yeah. And he would be like, hey, you got a, you're missing a tooth. And what do you say? It was so, awesome? Yeah, he goes, it was awesome. It was so <laughs> awesome. It was like, okay, right, psychopath. And then, uh, well, Corey liked to kind of sing when he's kind of in his own forging. And, and then Frank... I think he had his handle finished at this point. Right? Yeah, he nailed. He like he went through his handle. Right, he started his handle quick. right away. He got the epoxy going, and he had a you know hot, you know he was on it. So, but he went to fix the warp in his blade, sticks in the vise, doesn't heat it up at all, and starts bending on it. And I was expecting that thing to break break at any second. Yeah, but it didn't, and he got most of that warp out, and he was happy with it. I just. I don't know. People do it, and it just—it <laughs> usually doesn't end well. But they go for it, and he—he he did okay this time. You know, he lucked out. Yep. So that brings us to the strength test, which was a butt stock chop, yeah. ten times by Ben, 
So he took. Uh, did he go with Corey's first? I think. That doesn't no, matter. I believe it was um, Frank's first, and then Corey was the one in the middle. Then no, nah, I don't. I think Frank went. Frank was last. Maybe Tony thought. went first then. No, I yeah. Think- I thought Corey I thought was in the middle. Frank went first because he got that big bend, like right off. Like they held it up, mm. it was just. Wonk. No, I have Tony first. Oh, okay. Tony. He first. had some edge deformation. Yep. And then it was Corey's turn, and he got a huge roll in his blade. Oh. So much it almost looked like a finger well. And then uh, Frank took a big bend in his blade. It looked. Oh. It looked sad. It looked, <laughs> I don't know how to describe it, like, other than, like, a flat noodle that just, like, you're holding it and it's just... <laughs> it was bad. Like, you could even tell. As soon as Ben did the last hit and then pulled the blade back up, you, you could, could tell it, it was just bent off to one side. <laughs> it was pretty, pretty gnarly. <laughs> so then uh, it went to the sharpness test where they had 10 apples lined up and uh, it was going to swipe it. Each blade across. So uh, we have Tony, add Tony first. No problem. His deformate, his little, you know, whatever, nicks in his blade. No problem. Okay. Then it was Corey's turn. And he only got through like four. He got through like one and then it just went right up the top and took the tops off a couple more. And then uh, Frank and his pretty much did the same thing. It just went right up and he only got through four of them. His bend just took the blade right up. Yeah, that was the difference with his. Was that his bend was what caused his issue, whereas Corey's just edge was garbage yeah. at that point and just couldn't cut. It was just gone. So Corey, unfortunately, got the boot. Yep. And that's that. So then we're down to round three, and my underdog is still in it. Uh, the Sika Sword is a gladiator weapon from ancient Rome. It was angled, double-edged, had a guard, and a pommel. So they went back to their home forges where Tony produced this um, awesome Damascus pattern and it had a cable going down the center, almost like a serpent going down the middle of this blade. And he used like three other types of steel. He used, it. yeah, like three steels to make it. So I, th- I think it was the one that made the center thing and then the two other types in the yeah. Damascus. And then Frank went back to his shed, which these guys are talking about getting yeah. their forge yeah, shed. shed. We're, we're, we're going to build one. <laughs> we're going to start. Like, every time I put that in the description that we're thinking about doing our own, we, we really are. This thing was like an 8 by 8 shed. Like, legit. You know, the plain, you know, corrugated steel shed. And it was a gravel floor in there. It wasn't yeah. even like a, a, right. a pad or anything. It was perfect. Just, yeah. And true to form, doing kind of unsafe things and knowing about it, he made a wooden <laughs> quench tank because the one he had didn't fit the bent hey, blade. But he lined it, it with aluminum yes, foil. <laughs> so, you know, it's safe. Safety first. It worked. Yay, Frank. So they went into, you know, brought them back, went to judging. And they both performed really well on really all the tests. The first one was the kill test where they needed to um, use the angle part to, they went at the neck. And both of them decapitated their ballistics guy. Hashtag Doug Cam. Doug Cam. Uh, (laughs) Um, Tony's did outperform Frank's in that, when they went for the chest, it went all the way through, got into those ribs, and demolished it the guy. It was mean. It was <laughs> mean. Um, so then they go on to the strength test, which was a shield hack. Um, ben Abbott, you know, just went for it, and both of them did well. Nothing no super notable mm-hmm. on either. 
And then the sharpness test was going through sugarcane. Again, both of them passed, um, but Frank slightly outperformed Tony. However, when they looked at the overall aspects of these, Tony's was just a little bit better, better constructed, performed better on the kill test. So Tony won. So Points for everybody. Points for yeah. everybody. That was a, an additional point for everybody. So the moment you've all been waiting for. <laughs> all these points. Long awaited. The points we've been talking about this whole time. So that leaves us with the current standings. In first place, Teresa with 10 points. Ooh. Second place, myself with six points. And in dead last currently is Sean with Dude, four points. I don't know why I had to put it like that. <laughs> Come on, man. And are we going to talk about how three of the four points came from one guy? That was a good pick. Yeah, <laughs> hey, that's all I can say, right? That well, was a good pick. We have another three episodes to catch up to the episodes we've already recorded on top of the rest of the season. So we have plenty of episodes to make picks and turn right. the scores around here. Yeah. So we're coming for No you, one's honey. safe. <laughs> I'm coming for you, Chris. <laughs> and then me. You're close. Yeah, you can easily yeah. me if I really mess up, but alrighty. So that was the episode, season five, episode three, Seek a Sword. Uh, thank you for watching. Remember to subscribe if you like the channel. Leave us a comment. Shout out to whoever the brotherhood is that's been commenting on some of our videos and giving us some feedback. And thanks again for watching, and we'll see you in the next one. Hashtag Doug Cam. Doug Cam. <laughs>